Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. We are full-time husband and wife, part-time RVers. Sharing RV tips, tricks, and our adventures along the way. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Cramming Memories. Thanks for joining us today, friends. Yes, and we are fresh past Thanksgiving and the Black Friday shopping season. Yes, and we are full on Christmas mode. We are full on Christmas mode. The uh, tree is up. The stockings are hung by the... Have we have we hung our stockings yet? Yes, we did. Here. Okay. Thank you. Brandy hung her <laughs> stockings by the chimney with care. I did help with the tree. You did. And the tree's pre-lit, so there's not much not in light in that. We really didn't um, do a lot of Black Friday shopping. We did go out on Black Friday. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's not my favorite. We went out Black Friday afternoon. Right, and it was still a little crazier than I would like. And I think the only thing that we bought, because we actually kind of went the furthest place from our house that we were going to go, we went to Camping World. Oh, shocker. And I got another uh, zero-G hose. Right, and that was a great deal. It was. They, yeah, they, they did had have them. good Black Friday deals. For like 19 bucks, and on Amazon, they're like 25 yep. So I went ahead and picked up another 25-foot hose because last couple times we've camped, I've kind of been... <laughs> a little short. A little <laughs> short of the water hose and the uh, sewer hose. So we've had to make some trips to uh, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I had everything. So that was a great deal. Anyway, today we are going to talk about would you rather? Mm, and the sounds- question is, what? Yeah, that is the question. And that's going to be the fun thing. Brandy has no idea what I'm going to ask. I'm a little nervous. So I've got eight things of would you rather. So we're going to talk about this. I'm going to let her answer. And then we're going to talk about whether I agree with her Mm. or not. Okay. So let's jump right in. Would you rather... And that's a fun game to play, I'm just going to say. Just just Google that, and there are tons of questions like, would you rather sweat mayonnaise the rest of your life or have to eat a full pine cone every day? <laughs> Those are excellent examples, babe. I mean, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know which would be worse. But we're going to talk about RV would you rather questions. Okay, I can do this. So this is, a, this is a pretty simple one right off the top, and I think I know how Brandy's going to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Travel trailer, and that includes fifth wheel, or motorhome, Class C or Class A, that includes both. Which would you rather? Oh, I mean, I would like a C-Class. I know that. All right. Brandy would love to have a C-Class. Yes. And I like them, too. Whenever I think about um, RVing and people going RVing, like before we bought our travel trailer, that's what I saw in my head. Oh, sh- of course. I didn't know yeah. it was called a C-Class. No. But that's what I always thought about. And there are so many benefits to having a ARC class whenever you're traveling. Oh, for sure. Like for me, the whole ease of um, having everything within walking distance, literally within walking distance. Yeah. And even if you uh, pull off at a rest stop or wherever and you want to stop for lunch, you, you could just let the thing idle. Right. And everything is literally right Walk to here. to the back and, yeah. fi- you know, fix your lunch. There are some negatives, though, and this is where I'm on still more of the travel trailer I know, side. and I do agree that there are some negatives because, I mean, I think I could drive a C-Class. I think, personally, I could do that, but I don't know that I could drive a C-Class with a toad. Yeah, but 
you haven't driven my pickup truck either. Well, listen. Technically, you have once. Details. But anyway, <laughs> so some of the reasons why I'm still on the more travel trailer side is realistically, um, most RVs for families who still have, you know, nine to five jobs stay parked 90% of their life. So if a travel trailer stays parked 90% of its life, it's just basically wheel bearing sitting here. Mm-hmm. But if you have a Class C or a, or a Class A, it has an engine in it, it has a transmission in it, it's got a power steering pump in it. It's it needs got, to be used. Exactly. It's got all this stuff to like make it work that you have to maintain. Um, it's it's usually the uh, tires for it are more expensive whenever they wear out. So yeah. it's just a compounding issue. So I'm still on more of the travel trailer side because then you can have your truck that you pull it with that you can still use for everyday things. All right. Or or you could be that person that drove your C-Class to Aldi. Oh, oh, that would be fun. I know. Then you just pull up. Totally, let's do that. Nowhere to park. (laughs) Then you put your groceries in it. But I do see why people love motorhomes, the the C-Classes and the Mm A-Classes. So I do agree with you there. There are a lot of benefits to them. Question number two. Would you rather cook inside the RV or outside of the RV when camping? Okay, so when we are camping, if we are cooking inside, I am cooking inside, and you are cooking outside. Um, I think that's generally the way that it goes, so um, I prefer cooking outside. Because it means you don't cook. (laughs) Because it means I don't cook. Yeah, um, so I kind of like the hybrid thing like we do. Um, Brandy usually cooks a lot of the the sides and stuff Mm -hmm. inside of the camper. Yes. And then most of the main stuff like like meats and breakfast things i do usually cook outside and that also keeps all the smells on the outside too. sure absolutely so that is a big positive and there's usually a little less to clean up on the inside mm-hmm. but um there's a lot of positives to being able to cook inside of your camper too and and then learning how to use the um, oven that's in there and everything because we have been camping and it's dinner time and it's pouring down raining. Well, that is true. And we've had to make alternate dinner plans. That's that's right. So I think it's beneficial to be able to do in both. Although I have read people's stories where they're like, we never cook in our camper. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How do you never, ever cook? I guess it's possible. Right. Yeah, I don't get that. We definitely use our stove and our oven and our microwave and our outdoor cooking things every time we camp. Yeah, totally. So I think both Brain and I do enjoy cooking more outside whenever we're camping, if possible. Because that means Scott's cooking. (laughs) True. (laughs) Number three on questions, would you rather, would you rather have to live on a boat for the rest of your life or in an RV? Oh, totally in an RV. I was hoping you were going to say that. No, I don't think I could do a boat forever and ever and ever. I I wouldn't mind being near water Mm -hmm. forever and ever and ever but I don't think I could be on water. Yeah, I'm not really a water guy. Um, I love looking at water. I like being around water. I don't like being in water. No. I, I think it's a control thing. Like, I can't get in a lake that's 30 or 40 feet deep, something go wrong, and like, just do 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 Paddle do, yourself do, out walk, of it. Walk out of there. <laughs> so, yeah, I am the same thing. I think I would much uh, prefer pick the RV um, just, just because we're, you know, we never have been boat people. Now, back up. 20 or 30 years, and if we grew up on the lake. Right, it would be totally different. Boats, yeah. Or if we grew up down on the coast where 
aunts and uncles and right. grandpas and grandmas had boats that, you know, that they took out, we may would change our mind. But I think for right now, I, apparently it looks like we would pick to live that, in an RV. Sure. Okay, that's that's pretty easy. Next. All right. All right, this is one that um, we have some experience with, but um, I do think most of the time we have strong opinions of. Um, so let's let's see how how Brandy picks on this. Would you rather stay in a state or national park or a private park? So state and national parks would be one entity and private parks would be the other entity. Which one would you rather stay in if you had the choice? Oh, we love state parks. I mean, we, for the most part, we really, really love state parks. And we do find that a lot of state parks are not full hookups. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely one drawback. Um, There are size requirements that you have to meet to get into some national parks and even some state parks. So that could be a drawback. But for us, I mean, we just really love state parks because they're usually in these amazing places that we want to visit anyway. Yeah, and I think I would side on that too most of the time. Um, We have stayed in private parks. Um, Typically, if we're just staying somewhere, just to use it, you know, use the camper as a as a hotel. Mm-hmm. Although um, some of the places that that we never have stayed is like some of the Jellystone parks. But if you have young kids, something like the Jellystone Park may be a great deal because you have a lot of stuff to do around there. And there's a lot of playgrounds and jumping yeah. things, and there's there's characters tons of things around. geared towards kids at those types of parks. But for us, where we are, I don't think that that's appealing. Um, we have stayed at some private parks that are great, but for us, when we are camping in our camper, we want to feel like we're actually camping. Like I don't want to go to a clear cut field and pull my camper right up next to the person that's already there for two weeks you know like I, I, we want some privacy and a little bit of space yeah and that's a good point is typically uh most state or national parks the sites are fairly well spaced mm-hmm. and most private parks they can be you know space well too but but typically they you know they've got a sliver of land that they're really trying to get as oh, many on yeah. it and if i own one I would probably try to do the same thing. I mean, try to get as many in there as possible and still make it nice. Sure. Just but I make think, more money, but I, I think do for agree us, with you. yeah. I think we're 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 state park people. Agreed. And there's even um I want to go back up to um Mammoth Caves because right. you weren't with us last time whenever Henry and I went up there. And I would love to stay at Mammoth Cave. They've got no hookups. Okay, that's a little scary. <laughs> There's no power. There's no water. <laughs> that's, that's a little scary. No sewer. So I mean, could could we do that for two nights? Sure. I think we could, as long as the weather cooperated. Yeah. If it was sweltering hot, I don't think I'd want to do that. But maybe we could. But I have also looked at private campgrounds right outside of um, Mammoth Cave, to where if we did go up there and mm-hmm. it was summer, there would be a place for us. There's to stay. options. So there are pros and cons to both. Number five in the question is this could kind of stem off um, a state or national park because sometimes you are faced with this question. If you had two parks in the same area and one of them had no sewer hookups, but it had power and water, and the other one had sewer and water but no power, which one would you rather not have? Oh, I would rather not have sewer. I would rather have the power and water. I agree. And why would we 
not care about having sewer. Oh, because you've got the little blue wagon. So I got my honey <laughs> wagon. That's right. Because most parks who don't have sewer, uh, they they typically have at least one dump station. Although we've been to parks that have not had dump stations. Kind of kind of shocking. It's like what? Or yeah, right. Are, um, are they want to charge you to dump? Yes. So they don't have sewer, but mm-hmm. if you empty your honey wagon, they want to charge you five dollars every right, time. Yeah. So check into that. Always ask questions. But for us, I think it's a lot easier to get past no sewer mm-hmm. than it is not having power because we can meter how much water that we're using. Yep. And our black tank, even with four of us, can easily go four to you know four to six days. Mm-hmm. So definitely not having sewer would definitely be the one that we went with over a, a uh, campground that didn't have power. One hundred percent. Question number six. Now, this could this could maybe change our answer, or I'm gonna change your answer because you're the ones having to answer this with me. Um, depending on whether this is traveling with kids or other people, or just you and I traveling. Okay. All right. So, would you rather have one long day of driving, but you're there even though it's late, or would you rather have two days of shorter drives to get to your destination? Oh, that's a tough one. If it's just the two of us, I think we can push through, though I might cry a little. Um, But if we have kids with us, we have to do it in two trips, two-day trips. Yeah, and, and, and that's typically what I usually lean toward also. Um, even we're, you know, we're looking at going to St. Augustine for our kind of summer vacation, going down to the, I think it's the oldest city. Yes. In in, the United States. In the United States. And even though that would be like, I think we said between an eight and a nine hour Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hefty little drive. Yeah. We would probably break that up. Oh, yeah. I I totally think that we would. Um, I think it would just better on our sanity and travel and getting a good night's sleep. And honestly, getting to a campground at dark is just not appealing to me, especially being tired because I will not be nice. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah that's true. But um, that's just for like a few day trip. Now, if I were to go much further out west or up north, I think I would sacrifice and have a couple long days to mm-hmm. go ahead and get there. Yeah, and I think I think that would probably be an, an, an a fine travel plan. Um, but for us, whenever we do make stops overnight, when we are traveling, just kind of our nine hour, ten hour distances, we always pick a spot for sure. Like we have to have a goal, you know, oh, like a yeah. goal stop. Like okay, we're going to make it to this point, you know, whatever, and it's six hours away. You know, look, we we have to. We have to have that planned ahead of time. Yeah, and and I think for for most people um, hauling a trailer or driving a big um, motorhome, um, that that four to six hour window, that's usually a good. That's a that's a healthy driving day. Oh sure. If you get into seven, eight, nine, ten hours of drive, you know, driving, dude, we're um, nobody's happy. So we would probably break it up unless we really, really wanted to get there super fast. Mm-hmm. Question seven, would you rather travel during the day or at night? Oh, during the day, because I'm like a cat and I want to see everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And and if we traveled at night, it would be me up all night by myself. Right. And you would just be asleep 
in the passenger seat, probably. Sure, totally. We actually tried this years ago when our son was an infant. We had to come back from Louisiana. It was like a seven, seven, eight hour trip back home. And we said, man, we have a great idea. We're just going to nap. And then we're going to take off about, what did we take off about? Six or seven a night? Something like that. Drive all night. I'll be super tired, but we're going to get home at like two or three o'clock in the morning. Everybody will be asleep. Everybody be asleep. It's only Brandy and I suffered. All the kids are great. And that kid woke up every 30 to 45 minutes screaming, crying. For six hours. We pushed through, and I got to about two hours away from our house, and I pulled into some some little motel dive, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. No. So that, you know, that kind of overnight driving just didn't work for us. So I much prefer to drive during the day. It's just easier on the eyes, too. Mm-hmm. So apparently you don't like sleeping in the car, so you like just pushing through Oh, yeah, the yeah. Day. I want to see what's going on around me. All right. Daytime's the vote for us. Yep. And the final one, this this could be a, a touchy subject, depending on how... Oh, I like some controversy. <laughs> just depending <laughs> on how high that you hold your uh, standards of our of our little furry friends. Uh-oh. Um, would you rather travel with pets or without pets? Okay, so this is not really an easy question because I do love Hunter and Sally. They are so much fun. I enjoy bringing them with us camping but but Sally's not a great car rider Mm-mm. she's she's exhausting hunter is an excellent car rider but um he has a bolt syndrome so as soon as the doors open he wants to run out um Sally is great to stay with us off leash because she stays right with us um but she's a terrible car rider so Locally, I do not mind bringing them. I love bringing them. Yeah. Um, even um, when we've gone to the beach, we've taken them with us. When it's in cooler temperatures, I will not take the dogs to the beach in the heat of summer. Mm-hmm. It's just too hot for them. Yep. Um, but I want to have that flexibility to go and explore wherever we are and not have to worry about coming back to the camper every few hours to check on the pups. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say leave them at home. Mmm, wow. You just you just lost all of our little furry pet yeah, friend lovers. That's okay. I, I I totally agree with you. If it's if it's local and by and by local I mean two, two hours, three hours. Two to three hours, yeah. maybe even four hours. Sure. We we have taken our dogs with us and we really like it. But anything further, um, like whenever we went to um Charleston and yeah. Savannah and made that week trip. That would have been really hard with two bigger dogs. It totally would have been. But, okay, so hear me out, y'all. If you're if you're mad at me, I'm sorry. But when we bring our dogs with us, for us, that's more of a relaxing hangout, spend time at the campground. We're, we're walking around the campground, taking the dogs on hikes and walks around where we are and enjoying every bit of it. If we do not take them with us, Nine times out of ten, it's because we're in a new city and we're going to be gone from the camper for eight, ten hours a day. And we're exploring heavily wherever we are traveling to. So we don't have the time because this is a new place and we're not going to be able to go back. Like we just went to Charleston and Savannah. And those are places that we're probably not going to go back to anytime like in the next yeah, few months yeah, because it's just not convenient. Right. There's so many things out. we want to go see. So we're trying to hit as many things to visit during that time as we can. So it's just tough with the dogs. 
in the hair in my truck. Well, yeah, there, there's that. <laughs> but. All right. Locally, we're taking our puppy dogs. Every time. Going far off. I think we're going to leave them at home and let somebody pet sit. Yep. Done deal. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. It wasn't really bad. Was not embarrassing? Oh, no. Good. Nothing embarrassing. Nothing that uh, that you didn't want to answer. Anyway, that's awesome. Would you rather... There are some things that I know you're probably looking at your spouse wondering. Would you rather do this or that? Right. Great conversations to so, have, yeah. especially if you're a newbie. And and Brandy has been... Has told me that she wanted a Class C for like years now. And I just, yeah. I just like... So on Black Friday, I found one that I really liked, but that's okay. Sure did. Whenever we were walking around <laughs> some RV stores, uh, she definitely found one that she liked. But anyway, thank you for joining us again today. Still, we're in uh, these 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 little shorter episodes leading up to um, Christmas. So I hope your Christmas shopping is going well and everybody's getting in the holiday spirit. And we're encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. <laughs>